Do you want to self-publish your children's book? Today's guest is going to share how she does it in today's Journey to Kid Lit podcast, episode number 10. Welcome to the Journey to Kid Lit podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Sickle, and each week on the show, we'll discuss what it takes to write, publish, and market your kid's book. Let's get started. This episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Writing Binder, the number one resource all children's book writers need to go from idea to finished kid's book. To learn more, visit journeytokidlit.com slash ultimate writing binder. Hey there, and welcome to the Journey to Kid Lit podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Sickle, and on today's episode, we have a special guest with us. Author Bridget Rolls is here, and she's going to be sharing a little bit about her adventures as a writer. Hey, Bridget, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank Um, you for having me. Oh, for sure. So you have a new book that just came out. It just came out last week. It's called Ah, Blown Away Crash. (laughs) I'm I'm an alphabet misadventure. So tell us a little bit about your book. Yeah, Ah, Blown Away Crash is a comical story told in alphabetical order with only one to three words per page. And it's about a little bird who is blown away and crashes on a deserted island. And he's trying to figure out how to get off of the island. And he keeps getting scared of his own shadow. So at the end, he finally comes to his senses and realizes the solution of getting off the island, which I'm not going to tell you. You'll have to read the book to find out. And it has a total word count of 30-some words. So just like with most picture books, a lot of the story is told through the illustrations. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And your illustrations are actually done by your daughter, right? Yes. Yes, they are. She's only 12 years old. (laughs) That's awesome. How did that go? Like working together, how was it? I really enjoyed working on it with her. I was really impressed. She learned a new program called Affinity Designer to create all the illustrations. And it really did give me a new appreciation of what illustrators have to go through because I don't do illustrations. I'm not familiar with that. So just watching her learn the program, watching videos, experimenting with it. And even for such a simple book, you know, she was researching birds and clouds and palm trees and deserted islands, trying to figure out exactly what they would look like in a book. So it was, it was a really neat learning process for both of us. And it was such a joy to see the look on her face when she held the published book in her hands at the end. Yes, that's so awesome. And you guys got a little award, a little medal for it too, didn't you? Yes, that's a reader's favorite award. And you can submit... Um, any of your books, I actually submitted to readers' favorite um, for free. And then if you receive a five stars review, you can go ahead and put the seal on the book. And they can also use the review anywhere you want. And they reviewed it quite highly. So my daughter was very excited about that. Wow, that's awesome. Did you have to do that pretty far in advance or? Actually, no, you can submit to that even once your book is published. Um, so I did do it before the book was published. You send like the ARC ahead of time PDF file and they went ahead and reviewed it for me. Now with that, not all books that are submitted to them will be published, but, or I'm sorry, not published, but will be reviewed, but you get the chance to get it reviewed by someone if they're interested. So Yeah, that's so cool. And this is your third picture book, right? Correct. Yes. yes. So have you learned a bunch of things about writing children's books while doing this? Oh, goodness. I have learned a lot. I actually did things a little backwards. When I published my first two children's books, the only relevant information I had with children's books was reading them to my daughters. So I really didn't have any idea about writing them. 
So since then, I have joined SCBWI. I've read a lot of books on writing. I've attended writing conferences. I've watched webinars. There's so much I have learned over the last few years since I wrote the first two books. So some things I've learned, obviously, picture books should be less than 500 words. That's what industry is wanting nowadays. Um, the illustrations need to work hand in hand with the, the text. Uh, one thing, too, is the main character has to be the one to solve the problem. Typically in picture books, you know, it can't be an adult swooping in and saving the day. You want the child actually taking care of the problem, resolving it on their own. So I think your website, Journey to Kidlet, has a lot of resources for authors that are first starting out to look at and go through. So yes. great place. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I try to put on as many things. I, I go back and I'm thinking, well, what was it like when I started? And like, what were all the questions? So I try to make sure there's an article for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, and then all of your um, books, they've been published through uh, Amazon's KDP, right? That Kindle Correct. Yes, yeah, I've used Amazon's KDP print platform for all three of my books and all the journals that I've created, too. So... And so, I like using that platform because it's free to use, it's user-friendly, and all of them are automatically available on Amazon. And if you click Expanded Distribution, they're also automatically available on like barnesandnoble.com and a few other places too. So I like that. That's even better. It's a pretty, yeah. it's a pretty easy to use um, format there. So anyone can pretty much do it? I think so, yeah. If I can figure it out, anybody really can. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was probably a little intimidating the first time though. It is, but there are a lot of free resources they offer. They have what's called KDP University, and there's so many, so much information available on there that you can read, and there's so many videos on YouTube of watching other people do it, so it, it's easy to figure out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if someone can do it, then anyone can do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Since you're doing it all yourself, it's more of an indie publishing, do you um, have like a specific marketing plan, or how do you try to get your books out there? Well, I believe, first off, having a website is very important. Um, it doesn't have to be fancy. Mine is thing, I am not tech savvy at all, and I created it all on my own. So it definitely doesn't have to be fancy, but it's somewhere that people can go to to look at your books and um, to see what's going on. And with that, I would recommend like a beginning author, if they're thinking of creating a website, to have a website that has their name as the domain name, not their book's name, especially if they want to create keep creating books. You don't want to have a website for each book that you're creating. Um, I also think having free coloring pages, activity ideas, printables, things like that for children's books is really, really great. I've sold my books at farmer's markets and it is such a great icebreaker to be able to go, hey, you want a coloring page? And you can hand it out. You can talk to the families, talk to the kids. It's a great introduction to the book instead of here, buy my book. And then, you know, even if they don't buy the book, it's a good interaction. And just make sure to keep the website address on all the printables that you hand out to the kids. Um, I guess another thing that I think is really great, too, is being able to try to figure out a theme or something that relates to your book. So, for example, I have a book, Pickles, Pickles, I Like Pickles. So, of course, I went along with the pickle theme. And I found out that November 14th is National Pickle Day. So I contacted the local store and said, hey, would you be willing to celebrate National Pickle Day with me and host an event? And they actually went along with it. They had about 80 elementary school students come in and listen to me read the book. And they 
made pickles and they got to tour the store to see all the pickles they had there. And it was a blast to do that. And then we had a public event in the evening. And as a result of that, they interviewed me live on TV to promote the book and everything else. So it's a lot of fun. And then every year there's pickle festivals. So again, having the free coloring pages, I was able to reach out to those that are coordinating the pickle festivals and say, hey, I have these free coloring pages. You're welcome to print them off. You can use them for your kids that are there. And I don't have to be there, but it's still promoting my book, you know, if they're printing them off. I was supposed to go to the pickle festival actually next month, but it was canceled thanks to COVID. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. go with it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've also reached out to some pickle stores and I was able to get my book in like Mount Olive Pickle Company, their gift shop and um, another place in New York, the Pickle Guys. And actually, as a result of that, someone who was on the committee for the 2019 Read Across Connecticut program saw my book in the store and she contacted me and Pickles Pickles Out of Pickles was chosen then for the 2019 Read Across Connecticut program. So if I wouldn't have had it in the pickle store at the right time, you know, that's an opportunity I may have missed. So, you know, those are just some things I've been able to do get it out there. Oh, awesome. That's a, that's a lot. (laughs) That's really awesome. Um, have you ever dabbled in any like advertising or anything either like through Amazon or Facebook? No, I actually have not. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with, there's something called PR for anyone with trying to think it's Christina Dave's so mm-hmm. PR, public relations with Christina Daves, she is, she highly promotes getting free publicity and free promotions and things like that. So everything that I've been trying to do, I haven't done any paid advertising at all, actually. It's just been going in, maybe doing some guest blogging or reaching out to stores or doing story times. I've done story times at Barnes and Noble and libraries and, you know, different presentations and things like that. So um, and in all the cases, obviously, you need to know who your intended target is. If you're doing blog posts, it's not worth doing a blog post on a website that has nothing to do, you know, your target audience. So um, yeah. as far as paid advertisement, I actually haven't done any. <laughs> yeah, well, that's awesome. We've had such good success without having to spend a whole lunch on your marketing, which is yeah. good, especially when you're starting out because, you know, if you have limited budget and you aren't sure how it's going to go. So that's really reassuring too that you don't have to spend a lot yeah yeah um, one other thing, I'm sorry I was thinking PR for anyone by Christina Daves is a great resource another one is if anybody's interested how I sold 80,000 books by Alinka Rutkowska mm-hmm. and last time I saw it on Amazon it was as an ebook for free and I thought it has a lot of different things in there too for anybody interested in selling books and learning more about marketing too. No, that's smart. Thank you for those resources. And we'll have links to those too uh, in in the notes if you go to the website at journeynakidlit.com. So in case you need to um, reference them, you don't have to write them down. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so what's like one major thing you've learned creating your kids' books? Creating kids' books takes a lot of time and sometimes it's hard to be patient during the process. But I've learned it's not a good idea to rush through it just to get it done. Um, When you self-publish, yes, you don't have to worry about receiving rejections from literary agents and publishing companies. But if your book isn't well put together, you're going to get rejections from your customers or the people that you're targeting. So 
I guess just take the time and do it right instead of rushing through it would be something I've, I've learned <laughs> through yeah. the process. And that's, I think that's really good advice, especially because some people, they have an idea and they want to just run with it and they want it to come out like this month. And if you're trying to get like illustrations and things, that's going to take a while and you need to have a little bit of that leeway for a launch time too. So, yeah. 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 Um, so what's been your biggest obstacle you've had to overcome during your publishing mm-hmm. journey, would you say? I think I'm my own biggest obstacle. I have, I am an introvert, so I do have a hard time putting myself out there and reaching out to others about my book. Um, and I tend to overthink things and over-research everything before I actually do something. So that's definitely something I'm still working on that I need to improve on. <laughs> At least you take action, though. You don't just stay in one place and you're still doing your research. Like, you're still doing it. So it's okay. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. So what's been your favorite part? Oh, I love being able to see the kids reading books or, you know, along with me. I've read Pickles, Pickles, I like Pickles, and in there it repeats that phrase over again. So it's so much fun just listening to the kids repeat it with me. And kids just say the funniest things sometimes. At the end of the book, there's a bo- the boy has Pickles on ice cream. And I had one kid shout out, ew, Pickles on ice cream? I like olives on mine. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> You know, so it's just the interactions with the kids are just priceless. And of course, I liked working on the picture book, my daughter. I need to see that too, <laughs> you know, but it's been fun. Well, you know? yeah. That's what makes it so rewarding. And that's like why you're there. You know, that's why you write kids books. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So what would be your best advice for someone who wants to self-publish their own children's book? I think it's really important to figure out why you want to self-publish a children's book. Um, you know, do you only want to give it to your family and friends? Is it something you're wanting to turn into a career? Do you want just your name on the cover? I spoke with a lady one time years ago when I first published my first two books. I said, you know, she had self-published her own book. She had an entire series. And I asked her, what is the best way to make some money off of, you know, all these books that you self-published? And she said, oh, you'll never make money off of self-published children's books. It's just not possible. But she had found her why. She just wanted to write books, you know. I've since learned that's not right. I've made my money back. You know, you can make your money back. But it's just, it showed me that as long as she was happy with why she was publishing her books, she was content with where she was at. So I think it's really important to just figure out why you want to publish so then you can set up some goals and then succeed from there. Um, And one thing I do have to say, though, is I've heard of people wanting to self-publish because they think, oh, if I self-publish my book, I'll get it traditionally published. And that is just not the case. Um, That happens very, very rarely. And actually, there are a lot of literary agents that will even say, you know, do not send something that's already been self-published. We don't want to see that. So I actually would like to get books traditionally published someday, but... There are other manuscripts I am working on. It's not something that I've already done in the past. So just figuring out why you want to do it and working from there and making sure that what you are doing with it, you know, the time investing in it is focused on why you're wanting to do it. Yeah. No, I think that's such good advice. No, that's awesome. So you're working on some new books. Uh, What kind of things are you working on? What's up new? Oh, I've got all kinds of things going on. Um, I recently published journals this year, so I've got those all taken care of recently. Um, 
I've actually been writing a lot of articles for magazines and things like that lately. So I got to get some of those taken care of. But I'm also still in the process of writing a book for adults all about self-publishing that I would like to get out there and get done this year. Still a work in progress, but I'm getting there. And then I've got um, a nonfiction book that I'm hoping to do traditionally published someday. So I actually, thanks to the wonderful conference we had in Iowa here with SCBWI, I had a lot of great tips for proposals and things like that. So I've just been submitting some work stuff to other places too lately. So a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, if anyone wants to learn more about you, where should they go? My website. I, my website is BridgetBrawls.com and I send out a monthly e-newsletter to my email subscribers, the sneak, pre, sneak peek, sorry, and information about fun extras, books, and journals as they're added to my website. So like last month's e-newsletter I had a video in there of me reading Ah, Blown Away Crash, which nobody else got to see except to my subscribers. Um, so if anyone has any questions about something I said today or anything, they can go to my website and find contact information for me and whatever else on there. So it's all yeah. on there. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. And we'll link to it too on, on the podcast. If you go to the page during the Kidlet, we'll have the link to Bridget's uh, website too. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming and doing this interview and sharing all your wisdom. Well, thank you very much for having me. <laughs> yes, definitely. Thanks again to Bridget Brills for sharing her writing journey with us. If you'd like to learn more about Bridget or any of the resources she talked about today, visit the podcast tab at journeytokidlit.com under episode 10. And that about does it for today's episode of the Journey to Kidlit podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you have a thought about today's episode or a suggestion for future ones, send me an email or reach out to me via Twitter. And if you liked what you heard, be sure to leave a review, and while you're there, subscribe to be notified of new episodes. Until next time, happy writing! Happy writing!